Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of Stocks and Sports. In the stocks section, I'll talk about how the Reddit stocks have been performing over the course of the past week, as well as the fan favorite, Thunder Round, with stocks that had their earnings in the past week. In the sports section, I'll be handing out awards about the end of the NFL season, as well as my predictions for the Super Bowl with a special guest. We'll finish it off with my stock and player of the week. I hope you enjoy! Well, for starters, this was a flat-out bad week for investors in these Reddit stocks, like GameStop. From Friday's close, GameStop stock has tumbled about 80%. Obviously, some investors took their profits or cut their losses and moved on. Except for Friday, the stock went down every single day of the week. On Monday, however, it looked like silver could be the next one to get short-squeezed, but it still had a negative week. It is time for the Thunder Round. So let's start with Siri New York. Siri! Evan, love the show. How about Amazon? A-M-Z-N. Well, for for starters, thank you. And, well, for Amazon, they had another great quarter. But the big news is that Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is stepping down while Andy Jassy, who's been running the cloud business, obviously one of the most successful parts of the company, will be moving up to the CEO position. So am I nervous? No. Andy Jassy has been working with Amazon for over 25 years now, so he knows how the business runs. And I'm assuming that Amazon has been preparing for this day for a while now, so so this isn't a shocker. I'm also assuming that investors in Amazon knew that this day would come as well, and that is, and that's why I'm not panicking. Other investors in Amazon obviously agree with me, because hours after the announcement, the stock actually went up. I was a buy before the announcement, and I'm a buy right now. Now let's hear from Siri in Tennessee. Siri! Booyah, Evan! Peloton! Are you still a fan? Well, everyone who has listened to my podcast know that I love Peloton. Thursday, the company announced that there are a lot of other people who love Peloton. They now have 1.6 million subscribers, plus another 625,000 subscribers who use the app but don't use any of their equipment, like bikes and treadmills. Fitness subscribers are more than double from this time last year, while app users have jumped an impressive 472%. So why did the stock go down after the report on Thursday? The problem with Peloton right now is that more people want their bike, but there isn't enough supply. So when you order your bike today, it would be more than two months before it's delivered. So to make this process go quicker, Peloton announced that they will invest $100 million toward faster shipping from where the bikes are made to the U.S. According to Peloton, they will spend 10 times the amount on shipping. So what does this mean? Their margins will decrease substantially, and revenues will be impacted. Still, I look I look at this as a better long-term play, putting their customers first. So with this, I would give it a buy. Now let's hear from Siri in Kentucky. Siri! Booyah, Evan! Electronic Arts. It's in the game. <laughs> well, for EA, earnings were good, but guidance or the company's forecast was not as good as analysts had hoped for. We also find worrisome is revenue across mobile platforms were down 8%, while on consoles, which is like Xbox and PlayStation, were up only 2%. 
On the positive side, they did announce that EA College Football will return. I'm giving it a buy, but don't make it a major part of your portfolio. Now let's hear from Siri in Florida. Siri! Booyah, Evan. I love listening to stocks and sports on Spotify. But is a stock a good buy? Uh, that's a great question. And even though the stock fell before the report, be, or even though the stock fell after the report because of several miscriterias, the section that I was looking at on the earnings report looked really good. During the pandemic, most artists aren't making many new songs because they won't be able to go on tour, meaning they won't be able to make much money. So because of that, not as many people are listening to music because it's all old songs. What people are listening to is podcasts. On the report, it showed that podcast consumption is up nearly 100% from a year ago. That is what I'm lo- Now that is what I'm looking for. Also, they said that they are exploring the, possib- the possibility of a subscription podcast service, which I think is a great way to open up another source of income. Also, 25, 25% of Spotify users engaged in podcasts throughout the quarter, and I see that number growing as long as the pandemic stays. I love what the company's doing and where they're going, and I see the stock potentially in my top 10 for 2021. Bye, 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 bye. Now let's finish things off with Siri in California. Siri! Thanks, Evan. Chipotle. Stock symbol. C-M-G. Well, for the space, I think that digital orders will be very important to be a winner. Even though the stock fell after the report because of missed earnings, the digital part of the report looked really good, which is what I was paying attention to. One thing that was very impressive for me was that 49% of orders were made digitally. Even though there are 65,000 different menu combinations, it still seems simple to order from. This makes it easier for customers to decide on what to get, which at least I would like. Especially if they keep these great digital ordering numbers, I think that you should buy it. Because I really do see Chipotle being a trillion in the space. Bye, 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 bye. And that's the conclusion of the Thunder Round. And we are back! The stock section's over, and now we're on to sports! And as our special guest, we have Ian Garfinkel. Hi, Ian. Hi. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. How are you doing today? Um, I'm good. I'm excited to be on. I love listening to this podcast. Great insights on both stocks and sports. How are you doing? I'm actually doing pretty good. Uh, Should we get right into business? Let's do it. Okay, so let's start with the first award where we have the MVP award. This one's going to be a two-part question, but the first part of it is, who do you think will win the award? Um, will win? Yeah. Uh, so, there, there are some, I feel like, um, quarterbacks tend to win this award more mm-hmm. often. Yeah. But Derrick Henry... He's made his case as as a really solid contender, but mm-hmm. I think that Patrick Mahomes will win. Yeah, I can agree with you. I I gotta go with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's having a he's having a great season. I think that he will win, but I think Patrick Mahomes will be a very easy number two option. 
I mean, I just think he he is having a great year. He led the te- led the team to being. I think I think they had the best. But I think they had the second best record in the whole regular season. I gotta go with Aaron Rodgers, but I can definitely go with Mahomes. Now, who do you think should win the award? Um, should so like before it's pretty much narrowed down. I mean, Rodgers had an incredible season. Season, yeah. excuse me, but Mahomes. I've watched him play, and it's just something else. Mm-hmm. Every single play, um, I've seen quarterbacks be in the exact same position, um, scrambling to their left, but he always finds a way out of it and always ends up completing a pass. That's partly because he's got he's got amazing receivers, but I think he should win and will win. Uh, I, I mean, I agree with you. I gotta go with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think when I think of value, I think of who he. I mean, I think who he who he makes around him better. And I think it was not for his success. Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey would not be as good as they are today. And I, when I, I said before, when I think of value, I think of someone who makes the biggest difference. And I agree with you. I think that's Patrick Mahomes. Now another one. This is not a real award, but we can make it an award. Who do you think was the underperforming team or a team that? Has a good roster, maybe, or did really good last year, but this year just didn't play well. Um, I'd say really the Texans. They had yeah. tremendous talent. Um, Deshaun Watson, very talented quarterback. Money balls can mm-hmm. scramble out of so much. And then Will Fuller, uh, Brandon Cooks kind of surprised everybody. Yeah. Uh, they lost DeAndre Hopkins, which is a pre- which was a pretty big loss. David Johnson had some ups and downs, mm-hmm. and their defense, especially their running defense, was not good. Oh no! What? Yeah. They still Deshaun Watson. There's still more expected from him, and then you also have the 49ers. George Kittle injured, Raheem Moster injured. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo injured, so there's just Bosa and Bosa, and Bosa as well. Yeah, yeah, two, just so many injuries for them. Um, Brandon Ayuk kind of stepped up, mm-hmm. and then Debo Samuel came back at the end, but they missed part of him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they, they, they could have been better. Really, I, I one hundred percent agree with you. I go with both those teams. Both the Texans and the Niners, for, for almost the same exact reasons that you had. Texans, I mean, I think that they were one of the best offense, maybe one of the maybe top five best offensive rosters in the league. I think it was definitely the defense that let them down, but I think they're definitely an underperforming team. And I guess, of course, I agree with you, the Niners. Yes, the injuries did hurt them, but for a team that was in the Super Bowl last year, you got to be a little bit better than one of the worst teams in the league, I think. Maybe at least losing record, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and next we have most surprising rookie, which I think is actually a pretty fun. I don't know. I don't think it's a real word, but who who do you think should win the most surprising ro- rookie award? Um, so my top two is Justin Jefferson and James Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, he's he. People knew he was going to be good. Possibly not that good, but he went really high pick. I'm a huge fan of him. <laughs> but he he performed well, but that's not super surprising. Uh, James yeah. James Robinson went undrafted, uh-huh. and he he really played well. 
he was he was one of the, he was usually running back one in most fantasy leagues, and then Justin Jefferson went pretty late. He was pretty good at LSU, but mm-hmm. that was most people could link that back to having Joe Burrow as your quarterback. Yeah, which he, and he got that injury. That was sad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, what? What were you say? But Justin Jefferson just, just really, uh, really, su- really succeeded the expectations and found his role in on the Vikings mm-hmm. fairly quickly. Yeah, I completely agree with you, especially with James Robinson. I I saw in the first week I learned about him. I was playing fantasy against someone in my in our league. And I saw James Robinson. I think it said 30.2 points against him. I was like, who's this guy? And then weeks later, he's one of the best running backs in all fantasy football. And for Golden Undrafted to be one of the best running backs in the league right now, and on a pretty bad, maybe, no, the worst team in the league, I think that's really impressive. Of course, I agree with you, J- Justin Jefferson. And a few other guys I could throw out there, um, Anton, Antoine Winfield, uh, he's a defender for the Buccaneers. He actually has played really good in the playoffs especially with that fumble that he caused against Jared Cook. And, of course, I also got to go Chase Claypool, wide receiver for the Steelers. He actually had a really good season. Some could argue the uh, the wide receiver won for the team. I, I can throw out those, but as my number one, I'd definitely go with James Robinson. James Robinson. Now, who do you think should win? This is another two-part question. Coach of the year. Who do you think will win the award? Um, Will win? Um. I have two, Ron Rivera and Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid seems like my top one. Top one. He he really he was dealt a really good hand with Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, and he really played it right using using them to their full use, and then and making Kelsey better, giving him. All star games, and then also using players like Sammy Watkins and mm-hmm. Cole Hardman for what they do best. Hardman, he he just set up small small screen plays where Hardman can take it for fifty two yards. I remember yeah. I remember seeing that. That's why it's that exact. So I think he should win. Yeah, I mean, I think Ron Rivera should win. I mean, most people can agree that he. I mean. He went from I think they had the second pick in the draft this year to making the playoffs. Now some some or most people could argue they do not deserve to be in the playoffs, but they I guess you could say they're lucky and they they made all the the playoffs and almost end up beating the Buccaneers. They they lost. It was a blowout game you could say because you knew that they were going to lose with six minutes left. But it was actually a pretty close game score wise. Um, I think Ron Rivera will win. Now who do you think should win? Oh, oh, I, I mixed it up. So should win, I, I think Andy Reid. But yeah. will win? Um, Rivera? I feel like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, R- Ron Rivera really, co- really, I mean, with Christopher McCaffrey's injury, and that's a, he was a crucial piece to the team. He he set it up. He, he got creative, and... He made the most of the bad hand he was dealt, and that's why I think he will win because um, because he wasn't dealt a good hand or or he wasn't hired with a good team like Andy Reid, but mm-hmm. he he made the most of it and made them into a decent playoff team. Yeah, uh, I I gotta go with Bruce Arians for who should win. I mean. 
Starting the season, they were definitely not one of the better teams, but he got Tom Brady, got Rob Gronkowski, got a few other guys out of them at the roster, and they were there. I, th- I mean, coming to the playoffs, I said they were the number one team in the league. I think he just did such a great job offensively and defensively. Just having, I mean, I think they have the number one run defense. I think they have at least top two or three pass defense, um, or pass offense. I just think that they're such good offensively and defensive team, and I think you can give all that credit to Bruce Arians. Now, who do you think is the most improved player? Um, I've got two here, Josh Allen and TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen really broke out this season, and he's really young. If if I'm right, it's, he's in about his third season, and already, already, um, already pro bowler. Oh yeah. And then TJ Hawkinson, I had I didn't know that name until this season. He came from just nowhere and just had a breakout season. So I feel like I'm just gonna go with TJ Hawkinson because Josh Allen was already pretty good, but I didn't even know who TJ Hawkinson was. Mm-hmm. And he ended up having a pretty good season. Yeah, I, I remember in week six or seven, I picked up TJ Hawkinson from the waiver wire. I read, he was originally drafted as the last player in the draft, but TJ Hawkinson, nobody who he was, ended up being, I think, he was a number three tight end this year in fantasy. He had a great year, but I had to go with Josh Allen as my number one. I saw in the past three or four years, Every single year, the amount of touchdowns got multiplied by two. I think it was like, I forget what the number was, but each time the number of touchdowns got multiplied by two. He's such a good passing the football and running the football, especially this year when they got Stefan Diggs out of the roster. He, he really did do good uh, making those connections. I would go with Josh Allen, but I can 100% agree with you with TJ Hawkinson. And this next one we got is actually a pretty fun one. Who do you think had the best or best, you could say plural or one or two of them, best QB wide receiver, wide receiver duo? Um, so for this, I put, for this, I, I thought up of the obvious one, Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill. We've got super fast player and really high accuracy. So that can't go wrong. But then Aaron Rodgers who is arguably really close, in my mind, to Patrick Mahomes with his accuracy. Uh, his scrambling mm-hmm. could improve. But then Devontae Adams, um, Wide receiver, yeah. from, stand, from, from the stat standpoint, Devontae Adams really was just better than Tyree Kill. I'm not sure if I'd agree with that all the times in different circumstances. But on the stat sheet, he was better. And mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers yeah. was close to Ma- to Patrick Mahomes on the stat sheet. Sh- excuse me, sheet. So I feel like uh, I just have to go with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah, mine actually might be pretty – will probably be very surprising to most listeners of this podcast. I have Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. Now, uh, you guys are – a lot of you guys are thinking, wait, How? Well, yeah, of course, I can agree with you, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams. But believe it or not, DK Metcalf is um, the wide receiver with the highest team target percentage. I think it was 40, he had 40.3% of the team's targets. I just think that Russell Wilson, I just think that he's really good, like, on the run, especially, like, 
when he's like scrambling the left or scrambling the right to be able to get it off, great. And then of course DK Metcalf, second or third, I think the second year player. He's, I mean, in, he was great in college, great in the NFL. I mean, he, I think he's such, he's one of the most talented players in the league. I mean, I mean, especially speed wise, you can say uh, Tyreek Hill's fast, but also Metcalf um, when he was chasing. Uh, the Cardinals defensive player against the game. Wow. He was running so fast that he caught up to the guy. I got to go with Russell Wilson and DK Metc- or and DK Metcalf, but I can one hundred percent agree where you get Patrick Mahomes to Tyree Kill and Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. And the last one, maybe the most important one, who is the best player in this league? And let's start with who do you have as number two? Um, to, for me, MVP and best player is different because you have the bias. You have some people being biased in MVP voting, and you have some people just going for just really just go, going for quarterbacks. And I feel like MVP, as I already said, is more of a quarterback thing. But best player, mm-hmm. I feel like most dominant. I heard his name so many times watching NFL. Derrick Henry, he really tore up. Um, I'm not really sure. I'm not. I don't know the exact number of rushing yards, but I I know it's a lot. I've seen it like midseason, and mm-hmm. he's just adding more and more pounds of pure muscle, and yeah, and getting faster and faster. So I feel like yeah, the Titans really the Titans really like to go to him because he's a really solid option. So Derrick Henry would be my my pick. As for number two or for number one? That's for number one. Oh, okay, shoot. Okay, <laughs> well, no, no, it's, yeah. it's fine. I guess I'll do my number two. I've talked about him before, uh, DK Metcalf. Uh, I mean, I said before, he's such a skilled player, so fast. His juke, I saw one play. He was, I thought he was going to go out of bounds. They're at the midfield. I thought he was going to go out of bounds on the left side of the field. And 30, maybe 10 seconds later, he's in the end zone diving on the right side of the field. I just think he's such a talented player. Um, I got to go DK Metcalf, number two. Who do you think would be number, I guess, number two for you? Um, number two for me, there's a lot of talented players in the league. Um, Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey, Aaron Rodgers. But I've mentioned this name a couple times. He really makes the most of everything. And really just a great team player and amazing leader, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, as my number one, it would be very surprising to most people. And I think you mentioned him before, uh, Deshaun Watson. I think his I think he's such a strong player. Like his ability to be able to escape, like use I can almost a lot of the times I can almost guarantee he'll get sacks. He'll get sacked. Three seconds later he's escaped it. Two seconds later, one of the wide receivers are in the end zone. I mean, he's just such a talented player. He's a he's he can throw the ball really far, and also he can also run the ball pretty well. He's a pretty good running quarterback as well. I got to go with Deshaun Watson, but I can agree with you. There are tons of talented players in the league. And uh, yeah, coming up next, Ian will be back with us to make our Super Bowl predictions. Welcome back. Ian, now let's talk about the Super Bowl. You ready? Yep. Okay, well, the first question, maybe the most obvious one, well, who do you think will win the Super Bowl? 
Um, both are talented teams, two yeah. franchise quarterbacks, but in the end, I think it'll be the Chiefs. Just the skill all around, not only in the quarterback position, but also on the receiving end, I think they'll win. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. I mean, I think the Chiefs are just such a talented team. They have great quarterback. They have a great wide receivers. The running game is actually pretty good for touchdowns, and their pass defense is actually pretty good. So I got to agree with you, and I got to go with the Chiefs. Now, by how many points do you think uh, the, the Chiefs will win by? Um, I don't think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to win by 17. I completely agree with you. I mean, when the Buccaneers lose, they lose by a lot. I mean, I, I think 17 will be accurate, but I think – I think if the Buccaneers win, it'll be a close game. But since I think the Chiefs will win, I think it'll be a 24-point game blowout. I think that the Chiefs will really, I think the Chiefs will really play their best game, and I think they'll they'll crush this game. Uh, how many points do you think will be scored? Meaning, meaning uh, the over/under, you could say. So this might seem a little crazy, and I'm not sure if I if I totally agree with myself. But I put 91. <laughs> oh Chiefs- wow. Chiefs scoring 54 to 37 because I thought about it and the Buccaneers should end up scoring about like four touchdowns and then however many or five or so, however many field goals. Yeah. Because I just thought of the possessions. The Chiefs are going to have to score a lot. But mm-hmm. I'm just taking a gamble. I'm not expecting myself to get all this right. And that's my gamble. Yeah, I think it'll be a very high-scoring game. I'm not going to go with 91. I'll go with 66 points. I think the Chiefs will win 45-21. to 21. I think that the Buccaneers will hold their own maybe in the first quarter, showing some life, and I think second, third, fourth quarter, the Chiefs will really, really bring it. I think they're going to win, as I said before, to 45-21. to 21. I think that the Buccaneers could, as I said before, hang in there the first quarter, but I think later on the Chiefs will really bring it. Again, 66-point game. Who do you think will be the Super Bowl MVP? Um, I think w- if, since I have the Chiefs winning, it's most likely obvious Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, the only person I could think is Tyree Kill. But there's a good chance that Patrick Mahomes will have more yards than Tyree Kill. So I, I got to agree with you. I got to go with Patrick Mahomes. If a team like the Chiefs wins, you have to go with the quarterback, which is Patrick Mahomes. I think he is so talented. I got to go with Patrick Mahomes. Um. Who do you think will have more yards for passing and for rushing? Okay, I got a long one on this. So I think passing will be Chiefs, running will be Buccaneers. The fact that the Buccaneers are the top rushing defense in the league and that the Chiefs have not established a very solid and good rushing game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has shown multiple touchdown games and much potential, but has been inconsistent. This is this all goes to say that the Chiefs will rely, will rely on more of a passing games, the uh, more of a passing game. The Buccaneers have a strong rushing game. Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones have shown great games, and Leonard Fournette has been playing well in the playoffs. So, th- so the Buccaneers will try to get both the both the running game and the passing game going. But one of the perks of having your quarterback be Tom Brady is that he is an amazing Hall of Fame passer. And so, in the end, when they really, really need it the Buccaneers will lean towards passing the ball a little more than running. Yeah, I mean, for passing, I got to go with the Chiefs. I think that the Buccaneers could have more passing, but if they do, Brady will throw a lot of INTs. I do think that the Chiefs will have more passing yards because, again, 
if if I think Patrick Mahomes will be the MVP, they have um, a lot of more uh, passing yards. I think there's a chance the Buccaneers win this uh, stat, but I think the Chiefs will take it. And for the running game, uh, I got to go with the Buccaneers. I mean, Leonard Fournette has done such a good job running the ball in these playoffs. He's played really well lately, especially in the red zone. I got to go with the Buccaneers. But the Chiefs really are winning by how many we think they will be winning by. Then I think that there is a chance that the Chiefs will will have more rushing yards because they're up by so much. And I think they might just hand the ball off, just stall, uh, let let the clock go out. But I think there's a good chance that the Chiefs do win, but I would go with the Buccaneers for this one. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add about the Super Bowl or no? Not much. That your insights on it are amazing. Um, just I think that someone who's going to really need to step up is Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Um, I think yeah. he's back from concussion protocol. I'm pretty sure that was his injury. The 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 Buccaneers have a very impressive line of wide receivers: Mike Evans, Antonio Brown. Mar- um, Chris Godwin, and then Gronk. They they have a t- Bray has a lot of options, but the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Just their offense is so creative; it's going to be too hard to stop. So, so yeah. And thanks so much for having me on. I've had a great time. Oh yeah, of course, and also. For more, for more of Ian Garfinkel, he has a podcast called Weekly Fantasy Basketball. And you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and many other podcast platforms. And make sure to listen to it. To finish off this episode of Stocks and Sports, I'm going to give out my stock and player of the week. In this episode, the stock will be a publicly traded company that I think will perform great going forward, while the player of the week will be a player in the NFL who I think will play great in the Super Bowl. As my stock of the week, I'm going to have to go with DocuSign. In fact, believe it or not, DocuSign was the very first company that I talked about. In episode 1, I said how I like how DocuSign has more than one good thing that comes out of it being a COVID stock, and how I like how it is contactless, and it saves tons of time, and even more. And now, I still like, no, love the stock. I have said that I think that paper will almost never be used, and for signing papers, people will use DocuSign. I think that they might be one of the only companies that really have two to three quality reasons why you should use it over the traditional way. In this case, signing a piece of paper. And as my player of the week, oh, well, I'm going to have to go with Patrick Mahomes. Come on, it's the Super Bowl. If you have a team winning in the Super Bowl, you pretty much have to have the QB as the player of the week, unless the quarterback isn't the best player on the team. But in this case, Patrick Mahomes definitely is the best player on the Chiefs. Also, both Ian and I had the Chiefs winning, having a better passing game, and Patrick Mahomes being the game's MVP, meaning that we both think that he'll have a good game. Now, you could also argue that Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey should be the player of the week, but who passes them the ball? Well, Patrick Mahomes does. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.
All opinions expressed by Evan Goldstein are his and you should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Past performance is not indicative of future results. He doesn't guarantee any specific outcome.